this is big. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, over 600 KSTU students beg management to rescind decision on deferment. Softening your stance, Deputy Education Minister appeals to CTAG. ECOWAS efforts to reinstate Niger president may become more complicated, says analyst. And in other stories, not demands free senior high school dialogue. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Over 600 students of the Kumasi Technical University, KSTU, are appealing to the university's management to reconsider its decision asking them to defer their programs following their inability to register for their courses. A total of 648 students who have not registered for their courses are not participating in the ongoing end-of-semester examination and will automatically defer their courses. The affected students, although admitted their failure to register for the courses, they are seeking the university's management to temper justice with mercy. Meanwhile, management says the university's academic board decided several deadlines issued to the students to register for their courses. Acting University Relations Officer for the Kumasi Technical University, Joseph Apia, in an interview, said students are supposed to register and the university will know the number of students who have registered. This semester, that's the second semester of the 2022-2023 academic year, the registration period was for two weeks, which ended May 29. By May 24th, the university sent a notice reminding them to register. After the deadline of May 29, there was an extension to June 5 with a penalty for those who haven't registered to do so and pay a penalty to register. After June 5, there was another extension for them to register. It even went on further to June and July. The SRC even came to plead with management even though the time elapsed. The final date was up to August 10. The bank claims that the affected students are over 2,000 as reported by some media outlets. Now, the Deputy Minister for Education in charge of Technical, Vocational Education and Training, TVET, Gift Chum Ampofo, had made a passionate appeal to the Colleges of Education Teachers Association of Ghana, CTAG, to re- reconsider their ongoing strike action and engage in meaningful negotiations with the government to resolve their concerns. Currently, the CTAG members from all 46 training colleges have been on strike since August 1, citing the government's failure to adhere to the National Labor Commission NLC's arbitral award orders and the negotiated conditions of service since May 2, 2023. 
Despite repeated notice sent to the Ministry of Finance, the agreed-upon negotiations have yet to be implemented, leading to the continued impasse. Addressing the issue, Deputy Education Minister Gifty Chum Ampofo acknowledged the valid concerns of CTAC members and assured them that the sector minister is diligently working to address these issues. Speaking at the 14th Congregation of the Mount Mary College of Education in Somenya, Eastern Region, she emphasized the importance of open dialogue and collaboration to find a mutually beneficial solution. Dr. Cecilia Esinam Agba, principal of Mount Mary College of Education, said the impasse between the government and CTAC was negatively affecting the operations of the college and that was affecting teaching and learning. She therefore urged the Ministry of Education to, as a matter of urgency, resolve uh, the concerns of CTAC to avert any ill consequences. Dr. Agbe also called on the Ministry of Finance to give financial clearance for the recruitment of both teaching and non-teaching staff to immediately address the growing needs of the colleges. Still on education, the Ghana National Association of Teachers, NAT, has called for an urgent national stakeholders dialogue to relook at the free senior high school program in relation to the country's current economic situation. The dialogue, the teacher's umbrella body said, should be aimed at smoothening the rough edges of the program, leading to a review for a seamless implementation. The rest, he said, were the supply or availability of logistics such as test books, stationary equipment, and the training and retraining of teachers for the schools. Expertise elsewhere on the African continent and the world at large could also be sought, the NATS General Secretary said. The Free Senior High School program was introduced in September 2017 by the NPP government in fulfillment of a campaign promise. In the run-up to the 2012 and 2016 general elections, the NPP led by the then-candidate Nanedi Danko Ekofuado made Free Senior High School the flagship of his manifesto. Recent challenges under the program, especially with regards to food items, have prompted a section of society to call for its review to let parents contribute. Now, a security and defense analyst, Dr. Prosper Addo, fears efforts by ECOWAS to get Niger's ousted president, Mohamed Bazoum, reinstated, may suffer a setback. This comes as the military coup makers announce prosecuting him for high treason and under undermining the security of the country. The Janta on Sunday said they have gathered enough evidence to put him before a competent national or international court to be tried. The co-leader's position came shortly after it indicated its readiness to negotiate with ECOWAS leaders. The ousted president and his local and international accomplices for high treason and undermining the internal and external security of Niger following his exchanges with foreign heads of state and the heads of international organizations. 
The Niger Transitional Authority regrets this attitude of a certain international community which insists on showing solidarity with a few politicians of the opposed regime and at the same time lacking in empathy towards the Nigerian population hate hard by illegal, inhumane and immediate sanctions by ECOWAS, the Janta stated. But this seems like a long haul now as Dr. Prosper Ado indicates it may be a a long game of denying the Austin president another opportunity at power. Now in business, a delegation from the Ghana Investment Promotion Center GIPC and the Ghana Export Promotion Authority GEPA have engaged authorities of Trinidad and Tobago about uh, considering double taxation and bilateral investment treaties to further enhance trade flow between the two nations. The talks were held when the delegation met with representatives of Trinidad and Tobago's uh, Chamber of Industry and Commerce last week. The team from Ghana further identified key sectors in Trinidad, including its manufacturing sector, as prime area for partnership with Ghanaian SMEs. At the meeting, the center CEO, Mr. Yofi Grant, opined that a collaboration between the two countries will yield mutually beneficial outcomes considering each other's economic situations and contributions. The CEO of GEPA Dr. Efua Asabia Asari also mentioned plans to establish a Ghana trade house in Trinidad and Tobago, which would bring the cultural aspect, the trade aspect, and everything together in a space where people can come in and see what Ghanaians offer. To facilitate the collaboration between the two countries, the TT Chamber disclosed that it will conduct an audit of its members that are already doing business in Africa, which will serve as a starting point for future engagement. The chamber said it will establish a liaison with GIPC to ensure efficient and effective collaboration. Now to sports, Christian Achu's wife Marie Claire Rupio says she hopes his name will never go away six months after his tragic death. In an exclusive interview with the BBC, Rupio has spoken about the former Newcastle and Ghana midfielder losing his life in the earthquake that devastated parts of Turkey and Syria. They claim that more than 50,000 lives with Achu 31 found dead under the rubble of his home in Antaka on 18 February, almost two weeks after the quake. He and Rupio had three children together, aged nine, six, and three at the time of his loss. Speaking to the media for the first time since his passing, Rubio described the confusion over whether Achu was safe, hearing about developments on the radio and the impact his death has had on her and their children. Achu was in Turkey having signed for Hattiesport last September while his family remained in Newcastle. Rupio last spoke with him on Saturday 4th February and because his team were playing 
The next day, he planned to speak with her again on Monday. Achu scored the game's only goal in a top page time and his partner messaged to congratulate him. His reply to thank her would be the last contact they had. On the Monday, Rupio heard about the earthquake on radio while driving. Subsequent news reports created confusion over what had happened with Achu, who made 121 appearances for Newcastle between 2016 and 2021. On 7th February, his club's vice president said he had been removed from the wreckage with injuries. However, the following day, his agent Nana Setre said that his whereabouts were yet to be confirmed. Rupio told the BBC News that she believed there had husband was still alive and appealed for more equipment to clear the rubble. Setra was in uh, the province to monitor the search for Achu and later confirmed he had been found there after calling Rupio in the early hours of the morning to inform her. Now to showbiz, Ghanaian actress and TV presenter Michi has revealed that she is one of the highest paid Instagram influencer in Ghana. In a recent interview, View with the media, the entrepreneur and social media sensation opened up about her journey to becoming a sought-after influencer, shedding light on her rise to prominent show business. Michi, known for her engaging content and captivating personality, revealed that her place as one of the highest-paid influencers was inspired by her desire for marketing, and she is happy to be living that dream and cashing out big on what she loves. Michi real name diamond michelle sent tongues wagging recently when she revealed in an interview with giovanni and aj that she earns 250 000 sodas as a brand influencer and that's it with the daybreak news on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can also download the GTR app on your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Good morning. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.